Good evening, ghosts and ghouls. Tonight, we return, inviting you to step out from under the streetlights and join us as we take a stroll into the woods to that accursed, unholy place where every night witches gather to serve their dark prince and pay homage to his evil powers. We return from last week's brief refresher on arcane lore, crucifix, and malleus maleficarum in hand to hound the witch and her familiars back to the site of this black mass. Gather around the bonfire, then, as the coals burn low, and take a hot swig of witch's brew, so that you may best judge whether it was unfounded fear and paranoia which produced these following tales of witchcraft, or rather the dark, unseen hand of the devil himself, plotting to cast all of humanity to the pits of hell. You know what? I, I wanted respectfully waited for you to finish the intro, which I did, but I was thinking about it from the last episode, and uh, you know how we were talking about familiars? If, if you could have a familiar, what would you want? So diving right in with those uh, deep philosophical uh, questions that are best had at this hour. If I had a familiar, what would it be? I mean, it would have to be something inconspicuous so that I wouldn't be suspected of being a witch or warlock. So, Like a salamander? Like a uh, black cat is out of the question. I feel like black cats are just overrated, you know? I feel like everyone who's yeah. going to be a witch is going to want a black cat. And then fucking cats are boars. Like, they're, they're not happy when you get home. They don't yeah. wag their tails. What do I want a cat for? They they don't. Yeah. I mean, fuck. A dog would be go-to just because, like, I could take it places and, like, it's still a dog. Okay, fair enough. But... But if I wanted to be, like, cool and, like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Flashy and, like, look at me. Like... Then maybe I could get like a bat, and that oh, would be okay, kind of dope. Bat? Okay, Wait, that's not dope. no, but then that's not inconspicuous at all. That's just me being a douche and it trying to look cool. Fuck, I could get a parakeet, and then like I'd just be the w weird dude that like takes his bird outside of home. You know what? And that would be a good cover. Yeah, that would be a good cover. I'm not gonna lie. Um, since you asked for mine, I would do. I didn't uh, ask. But well, you're asking I, right now. But if you, but but for if you mine, wanted to share with the audience. For mine, I think I would want a tortoise. That's actually smart because yeah. they live a long time and you would have. But the familiar is not going to die anyway. It's a fucking demon. But we're talking about disguising, right? Oh, so it wouldn't be weird that you had a tortoise for like 100 years. Whereas they'd be like, Scruffles is fucking like 80 and like you still have them. That's kind of weird. Exactly. All right. Tortoise seems like the move then in that case. Well, I'm glad you answered my question. And the reason why I put it in is because since my co-host loves going first all the time, I am taking initiative to go first today. Wow. And that's what I'm going to be doing today. Reins. What a man's man. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, just a man's man's. Look at me. I got a beard. You don't even got a beard. Get out of here. Ooh, like that. I recently shaved, ladies and gentlemen. He's so my luscious, luscious goatee. Um is gone for the that's moment. That's such a lie. That's such a lie. Oh, I look so good in it is the thing. Can't even can't but, even cap. But that being said, we're gonna be talking about witches again and I wonder what stories we're gonna be talking about. I don't know what Noah's gonna be doing. He already knows oh. what I'm gonna be telling him. So let's just go ahead and get started. So before we even do begin, I'm gonna ask you a question. And you know for for the listeners too, you could probably try to like think of this by yourself or if you're with somebody. When you think about a forest what is your first thought would you think more of like okay yeah forests are you know beautiful or would you think more about like you know what like forests are beautiful but they're kind of like fucking scary like i wouldn't want to be lost in a forest i i was just about to say that like i think that as humans we're hardwired to love nature and like that's why like we're happy when we go to a park and shit and like yeah. it's cool it's cool being outside that being said ask a person like would you rather be in a meadow or in the forest like why do you think the fucking windows hp logo is like that green open field okay it's because our monkey brains i think this is just me is like big open field we can see if anything wants to fuck with us like we have a pretty good range of vision we know what's going on all the time whereas the woods they're dark fucking there's trees all around there's noises that you don't know where they're coming from I think psychologically, that's why a lot of, like, fairy tales are about not going in the woods. Like, fucking yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. 
was supposed oh, to stay on the shoot. fucking path. The path, yeah. But instead, she went into the into the woods, and what's in the woods? It's it's the unknown. It's the wolf, or it's whatever the fuck is out there. Yeah. So I'd have to say, in the daylight, sure it's beautiful. I would not want to be caught in the woods after dark. When why why are you saying that though? I feel like it wouldn't be that bad, right? Damn, with those leading questions, this guy's so smooth. Wow, wow. Um. Because fucking being outside at night is scary in and of itself. But now you're outside at night and you're bumping into things every 10 seconds because you don't know which way is up. And if 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 people get lost in places where they really should not get lost, then imagine the disorientation of being like in a thick woods where like everything looks the same and you're probably going to go around in circles and fucking there's no visual reference like if you're out in the open if you get to a fucking a mountain a peak you're like okay i'm here that is there maybe you can piece your position together that way but there's no real like clear landmarks in a forest it's all fucking trees oh yes i i I totally agree with you on that as well Um, my last question before i do dive into the story as well is that would you in any way shape or form even like connect a witch to a forest. A witch to a forest. Yeah. So when you think about a witch, like, where do you think, like, you know, they're going to be, like, staking out or, like, hiding out? Do you really think the forest would be, like, you know, the first, like, you know, like, you know what? Witches are always going to be in forests. Prob- I mean, probably, like, fucking hermits are always, like, trying to be detached from society and kind of on the fringes of society, kind of, like, at that woods edge the the wood line kind of peering out seeing like did you watch the vavitch yes yes the i Vavitch. Did. so for our listeners if you're uncultured and don't have money and didn't fucking see it then in the vavitch there's there's a very striking scene where there's a tree line and there's this little fucking puritan whatever fucking girl uh watching her sister and then out of nowhere she turns around Looks back at the tree line and her sister's fucking gone. What was it? Of a bitch. <laughs> What's so funny, Daniel? No, because what's wrong with my spot-on fucking authentic old English pronunciation? I thought it was called. I thought it was just the witch. I think it's just a witch. No, I mean yeah, but like you know, you're saying vav because there was two v's. But you are right. I'm pretty sure it's just called it's the, the witch. It's the old English spelling back when fucking. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you you got me there. And even talking, you know what? I kind of I feel like I kind of contradicted myself because as soon as I said that, my first thought popped into my head was like Hansel and Gretel. Oh fuck, Hansel and Gretel. And again, I'm sure those little German fucks were told. <laughs> Yo, were told. No, I'm sure they told their parents. Told them. I don't remember the story. Yeah. But I'm sure they weren't supposed to venture in the wood into the woods, right? And that's how they what stumbled do you mean? across ha- Hansel and Gretel. Well, you know what? From the folklore, I have no idea. But from from what I do remember, I thought it's not like they wanted that to happen. Remember that their parents were like, "Hey." We're oh, running low yo. on food. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about the fucked up part yes. that the parents abandoned them. Yes, because they had no yo. food. So they were, their idea was like they overheard their parents talking about how like, hey, we have to get rid of our kids because we're low on food. So then they had the dad do it, which the dad didn't want to do it. You're but since right. the kids heard that, they took a piece of bread. And when the dad was taking them, they were dropping said bread piece crumbs. of bread. Yeah, breadcrumbs. Question. If they didn't have food, why were they using this fucking bread to leave breadcrumbs? No, they, they were low on food. Like, they weren't going to have enough food for, like... Because you know how back then, winter was, like, a very, like, bad time for people? Yeah, because medieval, stocks, medieval yeah. times in general were terrible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm pretty sure they still have it. But, like, the mother was like, you know what? We're not going to have enough for winter. So get rid of them. So I'm pretty sure they, like, you know... um. Cause I think in the in the stories they didn't even take like a whole full loaf of bread. I think they gave like, him a bolillo, a fucking yeah, like either like half like one or something bun. like that. But yeah, but the dad ended up leaving them, and then they tried to find the the way back, but they couldn't. But then they stumbled, like you know, on a house. I was like, well, well I don't know, but you know how people say made out of fucking yeah. candy or like gingerbread cookies or whatever, whatever bullshit they were talking about. So so on a fucking side note, these dumbasses left a trail of breadcrumbs, and the bird. I just remember that the birds yep. ate it. Yep. So now they're in the woods with no food. Yep. The food, the one fucking roll that they gave them, not even a whole girthy baguette, but a little bolillo. It's gone now because they used it to leave a trail that's gone. Yep. 
And now, yes, I had forgot. I had forgotten the fucked up, like old German part of that story. That yeah, parents, you really forgot that the parents were like, you know, Germ- Germans practicing eugenics <laughs> since the Middle Ages. <laughs> okay, going back to the whole topic of this podcast. So now that we have like a very, you know, head-on point of forces and all that, today I'm going to be talking There's spooky places. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely hella spooky places and very scary places. Dang, you're making me digress again. I feel like Wendigos and like you know, um, Wendigos oh. feel like love forests, like you know, woods and all that. I wouldn't really say skinwalkers. I feel like they're more like you know, of a deserty maybe forest woods, but I feel like Wendigos are more woods. But the skinwalkers. Skinwalkers, skinwalkers, skinwalkers. Stop. But the skin, wait, but the skinwalkers were witches in their own right. That's true. The, within the um, Navajo tradition. Yeah. It's a little of that sorcery coming back around. But tonight, tonight, we're talking about um, those. Um, well, what what kind of witches are we talking about tonight? So today we're going to be talking about the infamous mythology of the Blair Witch Project. And the reason why I was bringing up the like forest and woods is because... I don't know if you guys know where, you know, that so-called Blair Witch Project took place in, but it was in a forest called the Black Hill Forest. So I was going to ask... Is it is it real? Because Funkin, from looking at it and from looking at, like, their... All the actors, like, like douchey, like, little Pacific Northwest fashion, I assume that it was in the Pacific Northwest, that it was, like, in Oregon or, like, Washington. Up No. No, it was East Coast. I'm fucking stupid. It was East Coast. This was like Virginia, I want to this say. This is in uh, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Oh, so a, a border state. So yeah, like it's not um, quite the south. It's um, and the I don't know how to pronounce the name, but I think it's a uh, Burkeville, Mary Maryland, Burkeville. Yes. Fuck, Burk Burkeville. Yes. Okay, Maryland. So that's that's. Is isn't that where like um. Appalachia is my geography is all fucked up right now. You're talking to the wrong man. I'm just Aren't, is it because uh, there's supposed to be like a chain of like very heavily wooded mountains there. Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, fucking forces everywhere on there. Aren't we're they? not geography majors, so for fucking forgive us. We're we're uh, stumbling <laughs> a little on our locations, but yes, I know where Maryland is roughly. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. So I mean, even before like when you think about the Blair Witch Project, do you? Do you remember the name of the forest like at all? Or like not really. You're like, ah, like no one really knows the forest. The Did they film on was it an actual play? Did they film on location? Well, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm I'm gonna go into more deep into like, you know, like the whole witch behind it and right. what the movie was based on, you know? So yeah, so the Black Hill Forest, also known as the Black Hills, you know, is is an evil place, you know. people practically think it's a haunted location because you know, they kill the witch there, which I don't even blame them for thinking it is haunted, which it probably is. Fuck those people for killing the witch there. That's their own fault. Wait, so a witch was actually killed there? Yeah, so uh, pretty much, you know, the Black Hills is an evil and, you know, it's reputed haunted location in the Blair Witch Project because the Black Hills is where Ella, keyword, better known as the Blair Witch, was banished and left to die there. And, like, when to die, that's kind of, you know, um a little bit... um. I would say an understatement because they actually like hung her up from like, you know, one limb, one limb, like tied to like trees and all that type of stuff. Oh uh, yeah. So she was banished there, left to die. She was tied to a tree referred by some of the locals as the tree of death. Can you believe that? That's not a nominous sounding name for a tree oh, at all. Hell Who, no. Okay. What fucking upstart forest ranger planted a tree and was like, this is the tree of death and henceforth it shall be known as such. Oh hell yeah, dude! And that—that's what I'm telling you too. Okay, like, so hold hold up. They we're in the we're in the evil Black Hills. Okay. And then there's the Tree of Death. Yep. And all these fucking yokels are assuming that nothing bad is gonna happen to them. Of course, there was a witch fucking living in their midst. This was a matter of time, if anything. Oh hell yeah, that's that's their own fault. But um, uh, what, what we're, was... we're we're really blaming poor Appalachian fucking probably coal miners, <laughs> probably salt of the earth blue collar workers. You're like, oh, it's your own fault. You're but... fucking. Children got abducted by a witch. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, um, uh, you know, she she was tied up to a tree. And, like, uh, from what the story is saying, I think they were, like, she was attacked by, like, probably, like, wild dogs or probably wolves. And then she was, like, pretty much, like, left to die from, like, exposure, you know? And this is where the Black Hills got their, you know, their evil, quote-unquote evil reputation. Because later on, you know, from the whole movie, a girl named Robin Weaver, you know, got lost in the woods. 
and a search party went looking for her and apparently the search party that went looking for her also disappeared. Did they send in another search party? <laughs> Did they send in like four more after that, hoping they'd get lucky eventually? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, fuck, man. That's so funny. Um, I don't know about that yet. Maybe maybe in this little article I'm reading, maybe we'll bring it up. But um, I don't know if this article is going to bring it, but I was reading too that like, I guess once like people did start like, you know, disappearing, I don't know if one of the people who did like tie up, you know, um, Kelly, which is the witch, wait, yes. her name, yeah, Kelly, which is her, the witch, Ellie, sorry, Ellie, Ellie, which is the witch, they went to go check on said body and, and it was just gone. It was gone. So they're just kind of like, oh, that never fuck. Bodes well. Y- yeah, that right. Never bodes well. Dude, I don't know. But also, fucking going back to the persecution of witches, do we know if this chick was, like, making witches oil with babies? Or maybe she was just, like, a groovy fucking... You're in fucking Maryland, so everyone's probably all uptight and conservative. And she just fucking liked crystals and lava Wait, lamps. Wait, give me, give me a second. And they were like, fuck this bitch, and they hung her. And no, now no, it's no, the no. curse of the witch. Like, <laughs> yo, fuck you guys for doing this to me. So, so let me tell you, so... The thing is, after, you know, people were starting to disappear in 19, no, sorry, in 1786, 19 deer got us like, that's a very, you know, big ass. <laughs> yeah, my that was my bad. In 1786, the year after the witch was banished, all her ex- uh, accusers and half of the children of the town vanished into the woods, never to be seen again. That's why when you said the kids, I was like, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Ellie is making said oil or ointment for herself. But that begs the question, was it, was it, um, fuck, where was the cause and where was the effect? Like, did she, was, did she start doing shady witch things because fucking they hung her up from a tree and lynched her? Or was she doing shady witch things before? And so the townsfolk's mob mentality response was actually the appropriate response. That is very true. Well, right now, I am going to get to that a little bit later because I do have, like, an article on just Ellie herself. But this is just, like, mainly, like, you know, the, the myth. Rough outlines. Yeah, the rough yeah. outline or, like, the folklore of the Blair Witch. So, yeah, so um, after, you know, the townspeople have vanished into the woods never to be seen again, the woods became feared. And so, of course, like, nobody, in the, like, everybody in the town fled after the winter ended and they never spoke of the town again. So people were just like, hey, you know, we probably fucked up. Like, some people are just going to leave and maybe some people are going to stay behind. But let's just never talk about, you know, what happened, okay? This culture, that's always great for trauma. A culture of secrecy that doesn't address reality. That's that's fucking great for the kids that grew up yeah. knowing their parents strung up a lady. Hell yeah, dude, that's <laughs> fucked up. So let me tell you this. So later on, remember the party who went, like, searching for fucking Robin? Yes, the first. Well, yeah, the first party was found at a cliff named coffin rock completely completely gutted and mutilated by an unknown individual and like of course people were probably like oh unknown individual so they just suspected that it was probably the witch which in that in that type of statement i'm just kind of like you know you guys are probably more afraid of course this is me trying to think more like rational like you know okay gutted and mutilated like a bear could definitely do that you know what i mean I don't know. Just the names of these places. Fucking Coffin Rock. Like, it's Coffin Rock, they sound evil. The Tree right? of Death, the Black Hills. Fucking this. At some point, just don't send a search party in. Just stay home. So, how how many people... Does it specify how many people were there? Because I'm assuming... No, um, for what I'm seeing, it did not specify... Ju- just because my line of thinking goes, like, one person could get got by a bear. Right, one person could get caught by a bear. Or oh, a but the whole group. But all of them—that's like if if not some supernatural shit. That that's, and and even thinking maybe more more fucking concretely rationally, that's at least a fucking serial killer, just loose in the woods of Maryland. If it got an entire search party, probably. You know what? You're probably right too. But I feel like it's also something that you know, Christopher witches, and I feel like for anyone that's like really works on like the dark arts, I suppose. That, like, I feel like there's also probably a chance that, like, she could probably not, like, mind control someone, but kind of be like, hey, like, you know, if I was a brilliant really witch and I had so much power and I was kind of like, you were just, like, an instant bystander, I would be, like, try to, like, you know, tap into your mind and be like, hey, like, can you kill for me? And then you not knowing anybody would be like, oh, shit, I guess I'm going to kill now. That's some, that's some skinwalker shit again. We keep, <laughs> we keep, do we keep diving back? Okay, look. So after, you know, um, the group was found um, gutted and mutilated, of course, they suspected a witch. 
more murders took place in the woods between 1960 and 1990. Once in the 1960s, there was once a man named Rustin Pear lived in a skilled house within the woods and began being haunted by the Blair Witch who told him to kill several children for her. The children's bodies were found in the woods, mutilated. Okay, so this was h- hundreds of years after the the oh, initial hell incident. Oh, yeah. Okay. And hell fucking, yeah, so 60s, 90s. I'm just trying to put together the time frame. Because what's interesting is, like, we conceptualize witches as, like, individuals, and they're, like, despite their supernatural powers, they're flesh and blood creatures, right? But this is implying, like, like a curse. Like, that because... They suffered this terrible fate, whether or not it was deserved. Like, may, like maybe fucking she was doing something shady, as we've said. Or maybe she was an innocent victim of paranoia and, like, religious fervor taken to extremes. Yeah. But either way, this is, like, her revenge for being for being uh, strung up in that way. And I'm sure that there's lots of stories. Like, fucking there's corny B-movies about it everywhere that, like, a witch is hung, and then she places a curse, if not on the town, then on, like, the descendants, the progeny of everyone that that was responsible for her death. Yeah, that, yeah, that is true for her death. And, like, the thing is, too, like, even not, I wouldn't say I'm digressing a bit, but even from you saying that, just to think that, like, you know, for this whole Blair Witch, that these people really fucked up to the point where, like, their town was practically, you could say, maybe cursed, like, for maybe, like, centuries, you know? So I'm just kind of like, man, like, people should really... I mean, at the end of it, I guess you could say she was probably a witch. Or she was probably not even a witch. She probably was just, like, kind of, you could say, rebirth into it, you know? Because, like, you know how they say if people who are, like, not really, like, evil or anything like that have so much, like, resentment to the point where they're like, oh, like, I'm going to curse or, like, kill all these people. Then they kind of come back as, like, you know, a said, like, demon. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. No? Yeah, I remember there's, like, one thing about that. Like, that's how, like, you know, ghosts or, like, demons could, like, be, you know, like, rebirth or, like, still alive. It's because somebody who has, like, so much hate and wants to, like, see someone, like, you know, badly, did something badly to them. Like, they want to see, like, you know, karma kind of, like, come to them. That they're like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that happens to you. I mean, it. this is fucking... I should stretch before I reach, but that kind of reminds me of, uh, like, the stone tape theory. Mm-hmm. Or, um, like, as hauntings as, like, ripples in time where an event is so violent that that almost by necessity it becomes, like, carved into space-time. Like, it's... Oh, yeah, probably. It's so fucked up. So it makes sense that if someone harbored that much hate... Or if someone really was, like, in the depths of their soul, that evil, that their death in a corporeal form, that their physical death wouldn't mean all that much in the grand scheme of things. That, like, the evil that they channeled or that they created in this world was going to stay, like, long after them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot to it, too, you know? Even, like, me kind of thinking about the force itself i wonder if it's still haunted because like i've never read an article that said oh you know the force is like good you know what i mean like good now or like but it's not like i even heard like more stories about the forest either i'm pretty sure it's still haunted but like i haven't really read or like looked up anything that was like oh people are still going missing or anything like that but like but like fufu shit aside like um you know i i i have to believe fuck this is i sound like a hippie <laughs> but if if enough bad things happen continuing continually in the same place, you don't think that that's attracting like negative energies? Oh yeah, that if definitely. fucked up, like if if there's a string of murders there, then it's just it's it's gonna be this snowball dog pile effect, where the more fucking evil is concentrated in that place, the more likely it is that that evil is gonna be repeated. Okay, and oh. just and just grow and then you're just growing up in that environment. Think about it. So maybe the descendants of of these seventeen, eight late seventeen hundreds, um, fucking people that that um that hung this witch, like the descendants of those people are propagating throughout the centuries, like for years, for years, for years, just listening to the story and at the same time witnessing yeah the weird occurrences that are going on around them. So you yeah. have to think that the community itself just through years of like the same generations of family living there, passing down the story and experiencing the, the fucked up shit that's snowballing in that town. Yeah. Like their outlook 
is going to be that much bleaker and they're going to be that much more likely to be a serial killer themselves or to fucking oh, yeah, probably. or to slaughter a bunch of children like that like yeah. that dude did in the in the 60s or the oh 60s. yeah from, yeah from yeah. The, yeah but don't forget he did it because you know the Blair Witch you know told compelled him, him to, to. yeah right but, but you know look, what's so funny I don't mean to interrupt no, you good. it's so funny though because it just said that but he didn't even say they even caught the guy or nothing which I'm pretty sure maybe they did since like they have you know that story or not story but like him saying that the Blair Witch told him to do it well I mean they gutted the whole hiking party on fucking Coffin's Bluff and no one caught that per- <laughs> so I don't think they have like the, a crack oh, police yeah, department down <laughs> yeah probably I don't not. think they have the top detective looking so that he might be loose okay you know what not that we were digressing, but um, we we definitely I have to go back to um the, the lore whole, of the witch. No, yeah. it's just the background lore of the witch. Yeah. a lot. So yeah. Uh, yeah, don't yeah don't forget that. So for people who are like, oh, what the hell these guys are talking about? I'm talking about the Blair Witch, which was a legend, of course. At what? How do you pronounce the name again? But Brooks Brooksville. Burk- yes, let's yeah. go with Brooksville. Let's go with that. Bur- it is not. It's not <laughs> Brooksville, Maryland. Hold hold it. Te- 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 technical difficulties. Pause. I'm going to be completely um, real with the audience and, and um, say that I thought Daniel just didn't know how to read, but I don't know what the fuck that word says. <laughs> I think I think you. it's Burkittsville. Yeah, but Burkittsville. Burkittsville, Maryland. Several mysterious, uh, mysterious events over the course of the centuries became blamed on the exile of a woman named Ellie Kidworld, Kidward who was also said to you know practice witchcraft. And this Kelly Ellie person is, of course known as the Blair Witch. From uh, from what people are saying, and if, I don't know if people saw the witch, but some people described her as a woman being covered in black fur, which is concealed beneath a wool shawl, and by another account, having a long, spindly limbs. Interesting. That so is pretty interesting. That's like... um. That's funny because that correlates more to like depictions of of uh, the devil or like Satan mm-hmm. himself. That he always appears like he has these animal attributes, which like I don't know why the fuck. Like maybe it's because like animals are of the natural world and therefore they are not divine and they're lesser than man or whatever. But Satan's always depicted as like having either hooves or rooster's feet, and then being covered in like fur, like an animal. Like he's bestial. He yep. represents all those, you know animalistic urges that the church tries to suppress in us okay. but here but now here it's the witch yeah. that like looks like a wild animal exactly covered in fur and that's what i'm telling you like i feel like she possibly did have like a rebirth of some sense and like maybe maybe at the break of her death she was kind of like you know like i'm gonna like make a pact of some sort you know which i mean I'm not, I don't want to say I don't blame her because, of course, something terrible happened to her, whether she was a witch before then or not, you know? Because, of course, she's a people call her a witch now, but she's kind of living up to that um, expectations, you could say. <laughs> but that being said, uh, we are going to go over time, and I'm, that's perfectly fine because there's a lot. So um, we're going to be talking about Ellie now, so the Blair Witch herself. So in the winters of, you know, 1785, Ellie was banished from the town of Blair after several local children accused her of perform- performing witchcraft. And I love how I said children, not even like adults, you know what I mean? How fuck could that be where it's like, oh my God, like, bro, like, you know, f- like, I don't know, what, what's the children's age? Fucking like, you know, maybe six to like 10, right? They're like, oh my God, dude, look, she's like throwing a rock, witch. <laughs> the 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 thing is like, fuck, another, another Vavitch reference. So- um is that fucking you know you know how kids are fucking we were all kids we were all stupid and easily impressionable and we wanted more than anything attention like we were always bugging our fucking parents because that's what little kids want they're they're little people that don't know who they are yet and so they cling on to their parents and they always want their parents attention what's gonna get your parents attention if not you making up a wild fucking Mm -hmm. story about a witch exactly so these are the worst fucking witnesses ever because and i'm and i'm sure it's happened before like in um um uh jesus there ah, fuck there was that one like satanic panic trial that i'm totally ripping off from like a a different place that i heard (laughs) okay but it just but it just fit but it just fits where there were these fucking like emo teen not even emo like metalhead teenagers that were into like the aesthetics of the devil like liked ouija boards and like fucking all that rush nice yeah (laughs) 
and fucking um there there was a, a murder in this small town and all these kids immediately the first story they came up with was like it was them even though years later it was proved that it wasn't so like the the essence of a witch hunt where you're looking you're one you're looking for a scapegoat and two like these easily impressionable people okay either because they're children in this case and they're most they're the most impressionable people to exist and they want attention and they think the story will get them that or like over the top religiously fanatic people that have been indoctrinated with that and so are are ready to accept that as as a possibility and and i think that goes to the heart of the witch hunt like yeah going out on a limb to fucking make to make reason of to make sense of things yes of course which of course like you know that i always hear someone saying that people fear the unknown you know, so of course, if they didn't really have, if they didn't, make, if they didn't really make sense of it, they're kind of like, hey, we should probably get rid of that, <laughs> right? Like, it long is, story short, like we should, we should get rid of that. But and then, it, is it scarier to fucking have a witch that you can name her and say it's the Blair Witch, or is it scarier to have like fucking ten unsolved mur- murders on fucking Coffin Bluff or whatever the fuck? That's true. And like you saying that, let me get back to the actual thing. So, um, so after you know the she was banished after you know the t- um. The town of Blair, after several local children accused of, you know, performing witchcraft, she was presumed dead from exposure when they, uh, you know, when they hung her on a tree with stones tied to each of her limbs, stretching her body down with gravity. So try to get like that, like, you know, imagery in your in your head, you know. So she's pretty much like hung from a tree with, you know, stones hanging on her. The gravity is just kind of like, you know, fucking her up in that sense now. So, um... Yeah, so she was hung on a tree with stones tied to each of her limbs. Wait, 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 wait. and they said she was quote unquote exiled. They didn't think that was gonna kill her. <laughs> so that's like so, that's like fucking me hitting someone with my car and being like, oh, I thought he was gonna be fine. That's not yeah, that's slaughter. not how it works at all. Yeah. So the thing is that going back to the story, the next year, all of her accusers or acquisers, whatever it's called, and half of the town's children vanished without a trace kind of like we were talking about before right so fearing fearing a curse the townspeople immediately fled blair which is of course like i guess the town they were like in like i said before too and these these town people were vowing never to utter the name ellie kidward ever again because they were you know they believed that it was her because remember i told you that they went to go check on the body Right. And the body and was, was not, gone. yeah, it was gone. gone. Yeah. So this is already like them, you know, thinking like, oh, fuck, like we fucked up. We have a witch now in our fucking like, you know, town or like, you know, our fucking, we're, we're pretty much fucked. <laughs> so I believe this guy named Sam Adams, you know, book told, he wrote a book, I believe about Ellie, like the witch herself. And he, he says that her execution and, and her execution was supposed to be, well, not supposed to be, but her execution was a rebirth. As well as the curse of on the curse on the entire town, it continued to the first records use of the term Blair Witch. Well, okay, let me posit this because we, we like uh, extrapolating from information and making wild assumptions. That's very true. But let's say fucking she wasn't a witch when she got hung, and it was there with stones at her feet, dragging her down, sure that she was gonna die. It was then that you know, if you believe in that kind of things, that a satanic voice whispered in her ear. I can get you down from here. Yep. I can get you power. Yep. And more importantly, I can get you revenge on all these fucking townspeople. Yep. If you accept me as your dark lord and master. I I honestly I honestly feel like that's that's the one. I honestly feel that because like even going back to like the the in the first well the first episode about how you were saying that they're accusing women of like being you know witches. for stupid reasons yeah, yeah for stupid reasons majority of the time they were like you know, fucking wrong. Like these women died for no reason. I mean, I can't really speak for like, you know, Ellie for myself, but I feel like she ended up being in one of those situations too, you know, kind of like what you're saying that like at her beak of her death, probably before she was going to like, you know, die that like, you know, maybe a satanic voice did reach out to her or she was probably like, you know, really hoping that something would reach out to her and something did. Cause when, yeah. When else are you going to be the most vulnerable to that kind of influence is like all your, a supposed friends and family just stuck you to a tree in the name of fucking this god that's supposed to be your god too that you went to church or maybe you didn't but that <laughs> you were supposed to go to church to worship and that was supposed to love and cherish you and, and all that jazz and now it was in in the name of that religion that they fucking for all intents and purposes left you out to die 
And now there's like this seductive call saying like, you can have the world, you can have, you know, like we said, fucking yep. more than anything, your revenge. Yeah, exactly. So who wouldn't take that deal? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Can you believe we're like signed with, <laughs> which is fine. Okay. Which is fine. So let me, let me get back to the story real quick because I guess it gets kind of interesting. So of course, a lot of people know about the Robin Weaver, which is from the actual um, a movie which, you know, they go missing because they were, like, recording on the Blair Witch Forest and all that. But um, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because there's also more interesting stories besides that one. And then Robin's story, you guys are going to be kind of intrigued that, I guess, you know, she probably wasn't missing. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, talking about that, there are other stories. So there's another story called, um, well, not story, but a case where there was this girl called Ellen Trensel. And this is, a, it takes place in 1825. So remember how I told you in the first, like, uh, re reaction of how, like, they hung her, like, tied up in the tree and the people were like, you know what? We're not going to speak your name or we're going to leave this town. Do you remember that? Remember how I told you that? So, you know, in that year of, like, 1825, a year after the townspeople rediscovered the f rediscovered and founded, as you know, Buxerville, the villagers held the first annual weed harvest picnic. Which is kind of funny because I remember you were talking about the weed harvest in your um in the first episode. Um, during the event, ten-year-old Ellen wandered off towards Tappy East Creek and drowned in the shallow water. Eleven eyewitnesses claimed to have seen a ghostly white hand reach up to the no up way. out of the water and pulled her in. The creek was searched, but Ellen's body was never recovered. Afterwards, the creek mysteriously became clogged in oily bundles of sticks, rendering the water useless for 13 days. A man drank the water sometime later, and it killed him, while several animals also got sick and died. The innocent, yeah, the, the incident was the first in several to, several's to be blamed on the Blair Witch. And the reason why um, I find that, you know, this case very interesting is because when it said the bundles of sticks, because, well, I, I like I said, I didn't really do too much research, but I know in the movie, do you remember how the Blair Witch was like leaving like, like sticks and the little like, like totems or yes. whatever you want to call them? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I find it really interesting, and I, and I honestly feel like this was like the Blair Witch because of that, you know. Um, the the description of her, of course, was a little different because like some people, well, eleven eyewitnesses say that they saw like a ghostly like white hand, which of course could probably just mean that. So she's since she's probably dead at her wife's like, hey, right, you know, but like, I thought that story was really interesting. And I I mean, I do feel bad for that, that, that child. <laughs> really? That's a that's a fuck. That's such a brave position to take that you feel bad for the drowned child. Yeah, dude, like that's fucked, you know, because um, what I was thinking the whole time was that their like refounding of Burkittsville was like symbolically as well as figuratively es escaping their past yeah and trying to escape that curse but as like every horror buff knows it's not the place it's the fucking person and mm -hmm. sadly more than just the person it's kind of like the bloodline because oh, that kid I'm, that kid i'm sure had nothing to do with it was maybe even born after the fact yeah but he's tainted by the quote-unquote like original sin of his forefathers and 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 fuck that's such a universally human trope that there's there's a tragedy that you're, you know, in large part responsible for. You know, these people killed a woman regardless of why they did it. They killed a woman. And now they they don't want to face the repercussions of those actions. And so they go somewhere else and they try to bury their past only for their past to come back and fucking claim what, you know, for all intents and purposes was going to be like the future of that community, the fucking kids. Oh, hell yeah. And that's and that's precisely maybe why she targeted kids and why kids are are the are the primary victims. Because what what better way do you have to hurt a community than to destroy the next generation? What better harm can you inflict on a parent than to take their child and kind yep. of saying like like even worse than death, even worse than what you did to me. Oh, yeah. Is totally. me fucking making you live for the rest of your life with this and that and that pain is something that you can't escape like you try to escape the side of my death or the crime that you committed yeah that's very true fuck i don't know man damn um going back to the stories though just just to um tell you guys again don't forget i'm not going to be talking about the missing people 
from the movie that from the Blair Witch because of course people are saying that um that's based on a true story. I'm not gonna be talking about those people. I think we're like Heather and like the three film students. I'm gonna be talking about cases that were like, you know, um like there's cases from when the town was rediscovered as um oh my god, I forgot the name. Yes, thank you. Let's go with that. Let's pretend it's Brixville, yes. So here's another case called um uh, you know Robin Weaver and this took place in nineteen eighty six. Ellen was in 1825 and now this is eight, 1886 this is a while you know a good like um a hundred years yeah practically what? wait was it oh yeah i mean yeah almost wait 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 am i that am i that bad at math no because it's 1825 the first one and then this is 1886 oh fuck. Yeah, that's, 60 years that's jesus not, Mary, fuck. that's not a hundred years bro but it's okay I'll, I'll let it slide. <laughs> it's cool it's so close. um eight-year-old robin was in the forest around blair which has been rediscovered, of course, as we know now as Bucks, Bucksterville, when she got lost and met an old woman whose feet, according to Robin, did not touch the ground. She was intentionally straight, but then she came to the old woman who acted in a seemingly generous manner, and she followed the old woman deep into the woods to an old abandoned house. Dude, that gave me the shivers, bro. Dear God, why would you fuck? Good, good why moves. would? Why Very would? Responsible, dude. I if I saw someone in the forest who I was like, man, that that sh- that person's floating. Like, I don't think I'm gonna follow this person. Oh fuck, dude. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, sorry for the digress. <laughs> yeah. So she came up to an abandoned house, which she entered. Robin followed the woman and entered the house, and fo- and followed the woman down the basement. Oh, wow, she went down the basement. And then down the basement, there was bowls, bowels of the house. The old woman said she would depart and left and left promising to return. Hours passed as Robin sat at the basement, which slowly grew darker as, uh, as afternoon faded into evening. Robin grew more and more frightened, as a child should. She had been feeling and growing, growing feeling of evil evil ever since she stepped into the basement dude imagine that you know how like you could like um step into a room and you you feel cold right and you're kind of like like this there's something feels off and the thing is i'm sure like there were varying stages where like you go in and it seems off take a couple steps in the hallway it looks shoddy and now you're at the deepest it's almost metaphorical you like you're at the deepest fucking place like there's nowhere to go down like oh yeah like this is where the realization kicks in that you fucked up that you're somewhere where you shouldn't be oh dude totally and the thing is that not that i'm saying like kids can feel that too but just the fact that this eight-year-old girl is feeling that does not seem like a good you know a good thing to begin with but going back to the story so as she you know she was feeling evil and you know as soon as she stepped into the basement as she pictured herself all alone in the woods which were becoming swamped in the darkness of the evening Robin stood up and found a window in the basement through which she squeezed herself and then ran through the darkened woods and out of the woods completely racing back to Buxerville to which she returned safely although from then after she avoided the woods claiming to feel an evil presence about the uh, Buxerville forest. While Robin had been in the basement however she had been missed. Her grandmother had become anxious about her and she had alerted the authorities the Buxerville police sent a search party up into the woods to rescue her, and at the same time, Robin was led into the cellar by the old woman. She had met in the woods. The police arrived in the woods and began looking for Robin, but when they arrived at Coffin Rock, the evil spirit of Ellie, you know, of course, the Blair Witch, assailed the search party, having just left Robin in the house in order to seek out the search party. The search party was were soon slaughtered by Ellie, you know, who disemboweled them and left their corpses on Coffin Rock. So this is the search party. Yep. Then returned to the house, supposedly to kill Robin. However, she discovered that the empty house, discovered that she came to an empty house and realized that Robin had fled. Infuriated, Ellie took the corpses of the search party and dragged them off into the forest, all in a matter of two hours, but not before another search party had witnessed the corpses and knew of the evil forces in the Berksville woods. So bittersweet ending there. Robin got away, but the people that they sent after Robin got got. Correcto mundo, dude. That's um, that's something. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's interesting. 
It's it's something that fucking it was a search party of cops that got fucking slaughtered. Oh because, yeah, totally. Because it's like if an if an indigent fucking gets killed, then people aren't gonna give a fuck. Sadly, people aren't gonna devote any time and resource resources to it, and it's not gonna have the same level of seriousness to it when people see it. But if it was fucking cops, it's like who has more power and authority in most situations than a cop? So in order for for them to be the victim. Then it's like, what's going on here? Yep. Like, what's what could have done this? Yep, I agree with that as well. Which man, I you know what? I always, I always, I was always fascinated with like the Blair Witch, but of course, if you don't do research and you only like kind of rely on the movies, you honestly do you know um miss a lot. I guess you could say, because I mean, did you know about any of these cases? I can't, I can't say that I had. I I didn't even know that fucking Burkittsville. Whatever it's called was a place. Like I assumed yeah. that it was that just like a complete uh, fabrication from the mind of the screenwriter. That it was like this would make this would make an interesting premise, which it did. Yeah, that's true. So we're going back to some of the cases, and this is going to be a case called the Massacre of the Burkesville Seven. So in the late 1940s, so when we we're, we're kind of like moving a little forward back from the track. 1880s. Yeah, mm-hmm. a hermit name hermit. Named Rustin Pear began adopting children from Bucksville, having been previously ordered by the evil spirit of Ellie, which is of course the Blair Witch, to walk into Bucksville and take the first group of children he found. He accomplished this by promising candy to the children. As Rustin was already being driven mad by the spirit of Ellie about the woods at night and chanting foreign phrases in his sleep. Dude, imagine how fucked up that must be. You're this ordinary dude, and you're just trying to be, I guess, ordinary. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. You don't think From so? From the get-go, I don't buy that. Either either he was either he was evil and or mentally ill, and fucking he was responsible for all his actions, or fuck. I don't know. Look, before I can't, you... I can't, I can't, I can't. <sighs> let me continue then while you try to regroup continue. your thoughts, okay? So, um... Uh, he, so, Rustin was already being driven mad by the spirit of Ellie, stumbling about the woods at night and chanting foreign phrases in his sleep. This was an easy task for him to accomplish. He took the children back to his secluded house and brutally disemboweled them, just as Ellie had done with the search party. Rustin hid this secret for two days until Ellie reappeared to him in his dreams and proclaimed, Peace shall come to thee. If they reveal their actions, Rustin followed out of you know fo- followed out this order, and he walked into town, claiming, "I'm finally finished." Initially, no one knew what he meant, but the police ventured into the woods, seeking his, you know, his house, and found the seven corpses of the children in the cellar. They removed them, taking them into the Brooksville, and then, and this revelation tore up the community. The citizens of Brexville proclaimed Rustin Pierre guilty as charged and desired to have him executed. Pierre did not did not deny anything. He confessed to the last degree, informing the authorities that Brexville that he was merely doing what the old woman dressed in black had told him to do. Bear was convicted and authorities executed him by hanging in nineteen forty one. What's what's interesting about that? Is that serial killers? Fuck, what does this count as serial? Is that serial killers don't want to get caught usually? A lot of times they get off on assuming that they're smarter than the police and they oh, have yeah. this whole superiority complex, this god complex that they're masters of the universe and all that fucking bullshit, and they believe it. They're they're um narcissists a lot of the time, and they they have they have this death urge to get caught, but at the same time they get off. On the fact that no one seems to be able to do it. Yeah. So for him to confess so quickly, that points to something else. What? I am not qualified to say. But to just follow out, carry out that impulse, whether it was at the behest of some supernatural being or not, and then to turn yourself in, that's like guaranteed self-destruction. And I don't know what force would compel someone to do that. Yeah. But it's, you know... It's fucking odd. It's fuck. That's such a lame word. Yeah, that's true. But it's 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 like it's not something that's commonplace at all. Yeah, doesn't fit. It doesn't it doesn't fit the mo of most serial killers. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, because you were like, oh, it couldn't be the Blair Witch. It had to be him. When he turned himself in, I was like, this, there's something. Like, we don't know. Maybe he was crazy, but still, like, fucking imagine that kind of madness that drives you to do this horrible deed and then and then tell everyone and be okay with the consequences. Not Because at the, at the end, what he wanted was rest, according to the story. What he wanted was to rest from, like, the constant torment that he was receiving at the hands of Blair Witch. And at the end, he didn't care if he was hung or not or if he was put up against a wall and shot. I mean, if you really think about it. He just wanted the... Yeah, if you think about it, that was his rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he pretty much did what the Blair Witch wanted him to do. And then since he, like you said, was being tormented, you know, she was pretty much saying, like, you know, I I don't remember the quote, but she was pretty much saying, like, hey, like, you're practically free now. Like, just go ahead and, uh, you know, turn yourself in. Like, like, that's that's pretty much going to be your freedom. And he was like, okay, like, now if I do this, I don't have to deal with the Blurred Witch, which I don't probably blame her. She was probably whispering some, like, mad shit into so, his ear. So, yeah, next to the Blurred Witch, the other consequences, the mortal consequences were nothing to him. It was yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Well, like I already said, um, uh, that was the last story from, like, the cases that I was able to find that had nothing to do with, of course, the movie cases. But before I do want to, because uh, we, we kind of did go over um, my co-host. No, really? My, my co-host really? was not able to tell his story, so we are going to have a third party. I do apologize for that. But before I do end this, I hope you guys did like it. And if you guys do ever go to Maryland, careful for the Black Forest, the Black Rock Road, which apparently was, you know, the car of the film students, and the Tappy East Creek, where Ellen's body got Drowned by the Blair Witch. Go ahead, go ahead, Noah. You were pointing at me. It was an embarrassing joke that I'll tell you later. But after listening to that wonderful outro, I think one of I think one of the first, if not the only, that you've blessed this program with. I think I have nothing else to say but my um, my little spiel. Correct. Um, message us with stories. If you're a creative writer, message us with a scary story you wrote. And if something fucked up happened to you or to your family or friends, send us that also. We want to hear um, these real-life, strange, and supernatural tales. Um, Daniel already summed it up perfectly, so we're just going to log out and see you (laughs) next time for part three. Have a good one, folks.